We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Once again, it is the Field of 68's Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Dostrom, joined once again by the handsome and lovable Jeffrey Goodman. Jeffrey, how are you doing today, sir? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, like day three in Charleston. Um, it was beautiful out yesterday. I uh, just got my uh, my iced coffee. I already kind of went through it here. and um, I was looking forward to the big Hauser versus Hauser matchup tonight. We're, we're not going to get that, uh, but I'm still smiling. Despite not getting Joey versus Sam Hauser, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to make it through today, um, even without that, that big-time matchup. So tonight's slate is kind of dry uh, for COVID-19 reasons, which is something that we are going to have to get used to during the college basketball season. So before we dive fully into the slate tonight, I just kind of want to pick your brain a little bit. Uh, give me your 90-second recap, favorite moments from last night, most uh, biggest impressions, biggest takeaways, and uh, just kind of what you thought about the games. Well, because it was, it was a great night of hoops. Well, Mitchell, our, our, our crack producer, told me that I went 8-1 and one yesterday. So mm-hmm. let's start there, right? Let's start there. Whoever actually followed uh, my picks is feeling good, and that's part of the reason I'm smiling right now, right? I mean, let, let's be honest. We want to win some money for, for everybody who's who's watching. And uh, yesterday, I, I, I held down my part. Finally, I've been in a little bit of a cold spell. And uh, you did well, too, Rob. You weren't you weren't at the level of me, but, you know. I wasn't, but I went. I was heavy on Illinois' money line, and I was uh, heavy on Iowa minus three. So, like, I had – I got myself back into the uh, – into the black for the season as, as, a, as a whole. Hopefully everybody yeah. else did as well. Anyway, all right, you, to your question, to your question. A lot of stuff to talk about yesterday. We'll go through kind of the Cliff Notes version here. But um, most impressive to me, and, and, and I tweeted it, and people kind of came back at me, but I thought Tennessee was as impressive as anybody because it mm-hmm. was their first game, and they were able to come back off quarantine and beat a pretty good Colorado team that's a veteran Colorado team. So I was really impressed with your Vols. They're not my Vols. They are your Vols this year. Yeah, they – so I, I watched that game. I had it up on the second screen during the uh, the um, Kansas-Creighton game. And their defense – like, they're going to be so good defensively. Uh, on the offensive end of the floor, like, it's it's still very much a work in progress. Yeah. Um, you can't, 
They look like a team that has had like five practices on the offensive end of the floor. And by the end of it, they, they, they look like me after I get off a 45 minute uh, Peloton ride where their <laughs> legs just, it wasn't there. It was one of those, it was one of those games where I feel like they, they, when they were getting onto the bus to leave the arena, they took that first step and their legs almost gave out on them as they were trying. Like the, you could tell they were tired. They were, they were, and, and rightfully so. So mm-hmm. that, that was an impressive one for me, obviously. I don't know if it was more impressive uh, Illinois' performance or just, again, you called it. Listen, give you credit. You were ahead of – well, Well, you flipped it, I should say, with Duke. I you did. I did. Originally. You flipped it quickly. And sometimes that's the hard part, right? We do these preseason rankings, and they're paper rankings. And then when their games played – and this is why my top 25 looks different than, than your top 25. But I say you base it on results. So you say, well, you could lose five games – but I still think you got a good team, so I'm going to keep you in the top 10. I say, hey, you lose to Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech's going to move up until they lose, which they did last night, and then they get bounced. Well, your top 25 is absolutely and utterly ridiculous, so I'm not going down that road again. Yeah. We've had a, we've had enough battles about that. We don't need to do that today, man. We it's a good day. We had we had a good one yesterday. You know what it was? It was the new Lucky Home Field apparel team. That's what it was. I think it might have been. And And here's the thing. I'm making Are you wearing sure it again? I'm, not right now. I'm All saving right. it for the games tonight. I can't put it on for the I can't put it on for the stream. All right. There's okay. only so much luck. We, we went through the luck of the other lucky home field apparel team too quickly. So I have to ration this one out. I can't All right. I can't All burn right. all the luck on That's live streams. I gotta wait until the games actually start. I'm trying to make sure that I, I want to make the luck last, right? You got to contain the luckness. I don't know what that means. The um, <laughs> uh, uh, so my my biggest takeaway was one, uh, Duke is kind of like f- fulfilling the prophecy that I, I I thought would happen with them. They're just they're not there on paper. It looks like the pieces fit. Wendell Moore is not ready. Uh, their their freshman guards are not ready. Their Jeremy bigs Lowe. are not ready. Right. Um, I will I will say this. Uh, Matthew Hurt is a little tougher than I expected, and Jalen yeah. Johnson's got some some dog in him. You know, he did not back down from Kofi Cobra. Those Cobert. two are going to be fine, Rob. Those two, mm-hmm. I don't think either of us are worried about. Nobody should be worried about. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about Hurt defensively, uh, but, because yeah, but he, he had such a mountain. Totally, yeah. He, he had That's such a mountain to climb that like he's gotten he's gotten better. Jalen Johnson's got to make shots from the perimeter. I don't know if he ever will. Uh, basically, well, I don't know if he has to, Rob. I think everybody else has to around him, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be focusing on him having to make shots from the perimeter as much. If, if other guys could make shots, whether it was Wendell Moore or Jeremy Rhodes. Jeremy Rhodes still, again, like I said about Devin Askew, the, the keys for both Duke and Kentucky are if those point guards don't take dramatic steps forward by really mid-January, those two teams are in trouble. Yeah. No, I mean, you're 100% right on that. Um, but one last thing I want to touch on. Uh, we talked a little bit about Kansas. Jalen Wilson is awesome. Um, we talked a little bit about Creighton. I'm not all that worried about them. I think their biggest issue, like Christian Bishop is better than I think anybody expected. I think he can really thrive in that role. Yep. And Mitch Ballack, like those, the threes are going to come. Like the, yeah, the he just missed, he missed easy yep. ones. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not going to, he's too good for that to happen for too long. I think the key to them is Kalkbrenner. I think they're, they're, he, he's he's not ready yet. But again, if he can be uh, a 15, 18 minute a game guy, 
that again can they can change the game with him. They don't have to play small all the time. They can put out that seven footer, and he's skilled. He's just not ready yet. But by again by by February, if he can be a major factor, Creighton's a different team. Yeah, and Kansas ended up playing David McCormick off the floor, but it was after he had fourteen points in like the first eighteen yeah, minutes. Early. That he and then he slapped yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah, he he bullied people. The thing, like, if McCormick just stops fading away and tries to dunk everything, Hummel said, "Go that. up like you're going to try to dunk everything." That's right, and and like he's going to be good. He'll he'll well, I don't know if he'll ever be good, but he'll be more effective and more can, efficient. Listen. Listen, last night he averaged what? What did he get last night? Twelve and seven, and he missed a bunch of. He had, he had fourteen. Yeah, he had fourteen. 14 and seven. I mean, he, well, he should probably, get fourteen he had and seven every game by default because of Bill Self's offense and the way they want to play. Can they always yeah. play that way? No, but he wants to get him the ball, and he's got veteran guard. You know, again, I, just the Marcus Garrett point guard thing just scares the crap out of me. As far yeah, they as don't really, they don't have an option. Like, what can they do? Well, isn't it incredible though that uh, to me that 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 they're in this spot that they don't have a, a big time point guard? Like I, I just feel like again, Michigan State and, and Kansas are two programs that should be prepared for these situations and should always have another really good point guard coming in. Neither of which, I mean, Michigan State doesn't really have a point guard, and in my opinion, Kansas. I've had this argument with Bill Self a little bit. He thinks Garrett's really good at the point or, or thought that a couple of weeks ago before the season started. And I was like, eh, I'm not buying that. I think he's good at everything else. Like we talked about, I think he's, he's a great defender, a good piece, but, but not a frontline point guard. He can, here's my take on Garrett as a point guard. He can make the passes that you need to make as a point guard. He can, he can find the weak side yeah. shooter. Yeah. He can drive and dump it off, but he doesn't always make the right read. And if like the thing about a great point guard like a Cassius Winston was he always made always every single time he made the right read. Garrett can make the passes, doesn't it's always the make the right. It's the feel of the position. Either you mm-hmm. have it or you don't. You can't learn that to me. Either you're you're kind of born with that early enough, or or and you have it. And Marcus Garrett just to me doesn't have that where he can make. You're right. He can make the basic pass. He can make the simple play. But can he make the uh, kind of the second read type play. Yeah. So uh, 30 seconds real quick. Iowa shot uh, about 90 for 91 from three <laughs> last night. Yeah. And Luca Garza did not really play all that well. Oh. And they still ran North Carolina out of the gym. My my top down 30 second take is that uh, North Carolina spent too much time focusing on Luca in the paint, understandably. Sure. And it messed up all of their def- defensive rotations. They gave Iowa far, far too like an unacceptable amount of wide open threes. Uh, but Iowa still like they're still capable of having a ten minute stretch where they give up thirty seven points, which is what they did at the start of the second half against North Carolina. So Iowa's good, but their their issues they're basically what we thought they were. They can yeah. score a ton of points, but they're going to give up a lot of points too. Pick your poison. Pick your poison mm-hmm. when you play Iowa. Uh, I didn't think, like you said, I didn't think Carolina needed to start that way. They've got, as we talked about yesterday, they've got four bigs. I mean, Garrison Brooks played yesterday. Was he 100%? Maybe not, but I would have started out rotating in. All four of them, banging on Luka Garza, honestly giving up 20 fouls. I, I would have played that game. And said, hey, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think they used up 16 of them, yeah. 15 of them. <laughs> Luka went through a lot of guys, a lot of he bodies. Did. He did. Fouls. All, All right, right. So tonight, tonight, 
tonight's lines, uh, I have three that I love and then like five or six that I'll just mention and kind of get your okay. quick hits on. The first one for me, I have all favorites tonight. I, I hate it, but it kind of just is the way that it played out in tonight's slate. First one, biggest game, Florida State minus three against Indiana. I just think they have too much length, too much athleticism. Um, that The way they play defense, they switch everything. They kind of overplay. They 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 force you into a situation where you have to have guys be able to make plays one-on-one. And I just don't think that Indiana has the perimeter playmakers to be able to win matchups one-on-one. Their, their guy, their winner, the guy where they can win a matchup is Trace Jackson Davis. But you got to have point guards be able to get them the ball. I don't think they got that. So I'll take Florida State minus three. Don't like it either way. I, I just feel like Florida State first game, I, I don't have a great feel. By the way, Rob, they did lose two lottery picks. I know everybody thinks Florida State's going to be good every single year, and they probably will be, but they're still dealing with the loss of, of Devin Vassell and, and Pat Williams, among other guys, among their point guard. And they uh, lost Trent, for, uh, Trent right. Forbes, too. Exactly. So I just think it may take time. Indiana's played a few games. Uh, they've got an advantage over them right now, so I'm, I'm staying away from that completely. It's also a revenge game. Remember, Florida State went into Bloomington and got their asses kicked last year. So my uh, favorite, guess, my favorite pick of the day, what's Georgia that? Tech. Georgia Tech against Nebraska. Uh, given one and a half. Georgia Tech coming off that win against Kentucky. Remember, Josh Pastner didn't really practice um, with uh, contact in the preseason, but now that they've been able to play, obviously that takes care of that. Uh, Nebraska, to me, not a very good team. Not a very good team. Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech is a, a good team. They just, again, Passner went with an approach that nobody was going to win games with coming out of the mm-hmm. gate. You can't, you can't practice without contact every day and, and, and be effective when you come out of the gates playing games. So I'm taking Georgia Tech laying a uh, point and a half there. Is that – where is that? Is that in Nebraska? No, I think it's – I think it's at Georgia Tech. I, I, even, I honestly didn't uh, – yeah, it's, in, it's at Nebraska. So I oh. – Okay. Yeah, I, I'm a little probably. Different. Yeah, and right now the line I have is Georgia Tech plus one. Um, so that's, I mean, that's just a pure stay away from me. If if North Carolina was getting points, I would probably take the North Carolina money line at home. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's a pure stay away from. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna take the plus one and a half, and uh, and all those n- rabid Nebraska fans aren't gonna aren't gonna affect Josh Pastner and his shield. <laughs> um, all right, I like Richmond minus nine. Uh, it's about the cap of where I would take it, um, yeah. but Richmond just is a top twenty team in the country. They're old. They execute. They're playing a Northern Iowa team that lost their first three games of the season in the angry lawnmowers of South Dakota Classic or whatever that that fucking tournament yeah, was called. Boy. Just call it the bad boy. The bad boy. Um, and they are going to be without AJ Green. AJ Green, their best player, potential pro, uh, has a hip injury, and I don't know if his season is going to be done. They're kind of working through that decision right now, but I'll, I'll, I'll fade Northern Iowa without their best player. Um, the yeah. one thing that scares me and the reason I don't want to go any higher is because Northern Iowa does have other pieces. Ben Jacobson has had uh, like 10 days to try to figure yeah. out an answer. Um, so I, I wouldn't go any higher than nine, but I can't, I, I think fading you and I in this spot makes a lot of sense. I'm with you on that one. I like Richmond as well. Uh, another one I like a game that was just put together uh, yesterday, uh, Stephen F. Austin. Getting 23 against Baylor? Is that number correct, Rob? Mm-hmm. That's a high number for a good mid I, I know Baylor's look great. Uh, I love Baylor too. But uh, Kyle Keller, remember, they did go into Duke last year and, and beat Duke. It's a good program, one of the best mid-major programs 
uh, traditionally over the last decade. Uh, and, and I think I'm not saying it's a letdown game for Baylor, but again, you know, they haven't prepared for Stephen F. The players haven't prepared. It's a quick turn. Uh, so I like Stephen F. getting 23 here. All right. The last one that I am going to be on heavy is uh, Eastern Illinois minus four and a half. Um, Eastern Illinois has been pretty good this year. They hung with Dayton at Dayton. They hung with Wisconsin in Madison. Uh, they're playing at Evansville, and Evansville is just terrible, man. They've lost two games this season to teams that are ranked outside the top 300 on Kempom. Uh, obviously, you know, they, they had everything that happened with Walter McCarty last year, who got fired. They went 0 and 18 in the Valley last year. Their best player transferred out to Memphis. Um, and like, I, that's just a bad program. Kempom has it at minus seven, uh, in a game where the total is projected to be in the 130. So that two and a half point difference actually has more value than in what a higher scoring game would be. Uh, so Eastern Illinois minus four and a half, like I, that line, it just it makes absolutely no sense to me. So I'll be on, um, I don't even know what Eastern Illinois is. The EIU fighting. You're on Jay Spoon hours. Yeah. You, you're rooting for Jay, the spoon. Bring the spoon, the spoon baby. The spoon. Bring the spoon out. All right. I got a couple more that I like. Um, uh, I like uh, Oregon giving 25 against uh, FAMU. Uh, Oregon's finally not whole, but they got LJ Figueroa back. Will Richardson's still out. They're laying 25 like that one. I like Abilene Christian. And you're going to say to me, are you crazy? Texas Tech is only laying 16. But I'm betting on Chris Beard and Joe Golding are boys. They, they, they go floating down the river together uh, every uh, offseason uh, with Chris Ogden. I don't think Chris Beard is going to run it up against his boy, Joe Golding. I think he'll call off the dogs if they're up 20-plus, and it'll be a late cover for Joe Golding and Abilene Christian. Betting on the back door, anybody. baby. Betting on the back door. I'm, I'm, I'm going with it here. So I'm, I'm, I'm going Joe Golding to cover the 16. Uh, what else do I like? Is there anything else? The only other one that I'll mention is Southeast Missouri. They're playing Lipscomb for the second time in three days. They just beat Lipscomb by five at home. Lipscomb does not have their starting backcourt, uh, and Southeast Missouri is getting seven and a half. All right. That's all I got. That's all you got? All right. All I, got. I, got, I got about five of them there. And um, the other one I kind of like, Boise. Boise getting four and a half, BYU. I kind of like it. I, I do. Boise's more talented. I, I just uh, – it's a it's, tough it's spot. Tough. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if I trust Boise. It's a, it, I'm. I'm staying away from that one. I looked at it though. If I was going to be on someone, it would be on Boise. I don't think that I personally am going to invest in that. All right. All right. There you have it. All right, Jeffrey. Good talking to you. Let's get lucky tonight, baby. Home field apparel T-shirts. That's where all the luck lies. Keep it going. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.